What's going on, motherfuckies? You already know who it is. It is Hirsch, a.k.a. Young Strudel. Disappointment. Coming with <laughs> a very special episode. As you can already tell from the giggles, it's somebody that a good majority of you guys know. Without further ado, Foxy Sly is in the building. Everybody know. Foxy, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, man. I'm I'm fucking ecstatic. Yeah, it's um, going to be lit. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, So, obviously, everybody knows you as Foxy, but go ahead and tell us a little bit more about yourself for those who might not know who you are. Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, okay, so you know me by Foxy if you watch my streams. Um, my name is Heather, for people that know me on a more personal level. Um, I'm 29 years old, from Jersey. People price like <laughs> know that from the little accent that I have, even though I don't have one. Walk. Okay, really? Okay, really? <laughs> I have a little bit of an accent. Um, I'm very passionate about gaming. I love my sister. I, I don't know. I'm so weird about talking about myself. This is like so outside my comfort zone. I just, I don't know. I love gaming. I love talking to people, and that's why I stream. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, so. In case, for those who aren't aware, she obviously she streams on Twitch. You can find her on twitch.tv slash foxy underscore sly. For all you fucking knuckleheads who aren't following. F-O-X-Y underscore sly. Yeah, and you know, the thing is, is like, <laughs> I've, been on, I've been on Twitch for like four or five years. I don't want to sound like one of those hipsters, but like. I'm almost two years in. See, wow, see, two years, damn. I'm a baby. <laughs> yeah. But see, like, I've been around for a while, and the thing is, you know, everybody wants to stream eventually, Yeah, right? Like, it starts off as just, like, you watch people, and then you're like... That's how I started, yeah. Yeah, and when I came across, like, you, like, the personality, I was like, damn, that's somebody right there who, like, you you just have that energy and that persona of, like, I just, you just have people (laughs) gravitate towards you. So, I'm just obnoxious. <laughs> well, you know, one I was gonna make a joke, but I don't need you to stab me. We still got an interview. Um, <laughs> it's too early for stabbing her. We're yeah, only like but, two minutes in. Yeah, we we don't need to do all that. But yeah. so your personality, where exactly does that come from? Is that something that you got from just oh, I don't up with ugh, like no. you mean how obnoxious I am? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? What like so just your sense of humor, right? Like you you definitely Oh, okay. You you have like it's I like to call it big city, like big city balls. Right? Like it's big city ball syndrome. Like anybody who grows up in the city where it's heavily populated, like you gotta be about your shit, right? Like so just Yeah, don't fucking talk to me. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, kid. So, like, do you think that that was necessary? Like, just the way that you are, like, personality, humor, is that more, <laughs> like, where you grew up? Or was it, like, your parents, your sister, your friends? Like, what was I think it? it's more so, uh, so my family is, like, way into comedy. Like, uh, my dad, um, he passed away. But, so I'll talk about him past tense for anyone that doesn't actually know me. My dad was so into comedy. It, like, got me into Saturday Night Live. Like, you know, I'm a huge Saturday Night Live fan. Um old new whatever and like just that dry sarcasm is always for my dad like so he was a huge like rodney dangerfield 
fan. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, no I'm sure respect, you should. No respect. Yeah. Right. So like back to school and or wait, what? Not back. But that that's no. I think it is back to school. Like, back to school. Like, the movies, yeah. like they're like my childhood, and so like there's like a scene where like he steps on a duck or he farts and the guy goes, did someone step on a duck? Like I grew up with my dad saying that every day of my life. Like, so humor <laughs> is like so huge in my family. And I condone a lot of like my humor, my dry sense of humor, being able to take a joke. Cause I feel like a lot of people can't sometimes like there's different variations of how much you can take. I like mm. my joke is like large because I grew up with like a ball buster so when people want to go head to head or if they want to like um just square up and jokes or just like ball bust like I'm your girl like I like to go back and forth like that like I enjoy that so I feel like 90% of my humor and what I can do that to is definitely from my father and plus like my sister and me like we ball bust if you don't know her like my whole family is just full of people that like to joke around and fuck with each other. So my humor is a hundred percent total just from my upbringing. Mm. Yeah. And like I said, there's, there's something to be said about, you know, just growing up in a very heavily populated area, you know, yeah. like demographics aside, just living in, in a situation like that. Like I said, a minute ago, you kind of have to have, an attitude right like you have to be able to clap back you have to yeah just to be able to walk down the street (laughs) so no that's i I think that's definitely one of the things that gravitated me towards you because i'm not i'm not trying to come at i'm I'm, I'm not trying to come at anybody because like at the end of the day like we're all different we're built differently Mm -hmm. we all go through different shit but like there's a lot of people on Twitch who just, they're so fucking fragile. And, and like, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. Like, I know it sounds like it is, but. I feel like you can't be, though, on Twitch because you encounter too many people that are just dickheads. And there's people that literally go on Twitch just to troll. Oh, for sure. There's people who literally spend mm-hmm. hours and hours. Like, I've seen it before. You've seen it before. Right. It's, it's just kind of the way people are. Um. And and I feel bad because, like, I think that streaming is definitely something everybody should try at least once, right? Like, I always I always I sound like I'm contradicting. Well, no, it definitely does. And it sounds like a contradiction with what I'm about to say. But it's like, I think that everybody should stream, but not everybody's for streaming. So, okay. like, it's at least something that I think people should try because it could get them out of a comfort zone. Because, like, a lot of people now, like, if you talk to five or six different people at least three right. of them are going to tell you that they have a hard time talking to different people, you know, that they feel awkward, whatever. It's kind so, of like, um, almost like, uh, public speaking in a way, but like behind mm. a curtain. Mm. Like you some know, Wizard of Oz type shit. Right. Like I could see people getting into that. Yeah. I, I just, I, I really wish that, that everybody would at least try it though, because at the end of the day, um, and, and you said a little bit ago, and I'm glad that you said it, like, normally talking about yourself is something that you shy away from. And I think that yeah. the only time that you can ever really experience growth is by going out of your comfort zone. Um, you know, just for an example, for a long time, you know, family's always been important to me. Of course. And there was a period of time where, like, I just, I couldn't be around my family. And I had to make that choice. 
And for the longest time, like I was battling, I was like, man, do I, do I really want to like be away from this? But I, I did it. And I'm glad that I did because I learned a lot more about myself being away from my parents, having the security of like, Oh, well, if something happens, I can, you know, fall back on them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just, I think there's a big problem in, in having a mindset of settling. Right. And that's what I've been doing a lot lately. And it's something I've noticed and that I notice in other people. And I, I just want to see the trend break. Okay. So, um, obviously you said that your dad's a big part of comedy. Is that who got you into gaming then? Yes, actually. Um, I grew up watching my dad play like Duke Nukem and Duck Hunt and old school Mario. And um, he, I grew up playing the old school Nintendo, like Jurassic Park old school and um, the old school like Mario World 3 with the raccoon tail and like all the old Marios and shit. Yeah. And um, Donkey Kong, like on the old Nintendo. Um, and yeah, I used to, I grew up playing games with my dad, like Duck Hunt in the basement with the old school, like guns and everything. Like, it's like what bonded us uh, aside from like music. I was really crazy into music because of my dad as well, but like gaming, if we're talking about like gaming and Twitch, dude, my dad would have been such a good Twitch streamer. Like it actually would have been, he would have been the dude that would have been his platform. Like he would have killed it on Twitch. Like pe- mm. he's such he actually would have destroyed Twitch. Like, he's such a good... Oh, it actually annoys me talking about it to a degree because, like, he was searching for something for so long because, like, he was out of work because of his back. He was searching yeah. for a job or something. Do you know how good that would have been for him? Like, he would have killed it on Twitch. And it's so frustrating to just think about because, like, I think his calling was to stream in a way. And he would have been the best streamer. But he got me into gaming he i am my dad in a way like he got me into gaming music like who i am as a human being is because of my dad and even though there were some dark times with him like i don't think i could love another human being as much as him just because of the contribution he made to just me being me at the end of the day like he made me who i am so if anyone enjoys who i am as a person it's literally (laughs) because of my dad yeah well it's it's funny too because for so much of our adolescence, we grow up with this mentality of like, you know, I'm not going to be them, right? Like, regardless of uh, I what didn't kind of ever. Well, I mean, I guess you're an outlier. I, I, feel I like- am. I'm weird. I'm weird. No, because 100% what you're saying, everyone says I'm not going to be like this. But I feel like I was wanted to be like my dad. Like my actually all double up on that like my mom no I never wanted to grow to me and my mom but it has my whole childhood and even sometimes now but like my dad like I always wanted to grow up and aspire to be like him mm. so, he so like there's like, a duplicity to it yeah so he was just like he was like the fun one kind of laid back I was daddy's girl yeah no I could work him yeah. <laughs> to a, get what I wanted yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my mom was more like no no fucker (laughs) (laughs) he saw through all my bullshit hell yeah my dad was like heather (laughs) 
it's okay. Just fucking don't <laughs> tell mom that I'm letting you watch that, the TV. You know, he's not a he wasn't a pushover though. Like he he was also a hard ass, but like I just knew how to work him. Like mm. my mom, no, <laughs> no. That's man. It's always it's always interesting hearing about that because like it was the opposite for me, right? Like, well, not necessarily opposite. Like my mom was definitely the enforcer of the house, right? Like. When she got my mom mad, was too. Yep. you had to lock the doors. But like my dad, he that was, was my like, mom. <laughs> my dad, like he was, he was, I don't want to call him pushover because he wasn't, but he was, mm-hmm. he was more of the type where it's like, if you did something dumb or if you fucked up, he was like, yeah, you fucked up, you were dumb. Like, what did you learn from it? Type deal. Like he was never like punishment is the way to go. Whereas my mom was like, motherfucker, you're getting these hands. Like, you know, she she did not give a fuck. She was just about that life. Um, right. But yeah, I um, that's really cool. Fucking duck, man, duck hunt. I remember playing that as a kid. I used to get so Oh my God, dude, dog. I loved it. Yeah, it was so fun. It's kind of that's fucked it. up when you think about it, but it's fun. Yeah, like, like hey, we're just going to go shoot all these fucking birds yeah. and then this dog's going to yeah, make yeah, us yeah. mad. We're going to rage fuck out on it. Fuck that and then yeah. the dog fucking laughs, and you're like, okay. Yeah. No, my, <laughs> okay. uh, my, my dad got me into gaming, too. He was um he was a huge gamer. Like, growing up, we had the the original Nintendo. And yep. mm-hmm. he would get off. He Well, he wouldn't get off work. He would go on his lunch break, like, at around 12, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And he would come home, and, I would, you know, I'd be home, like, during the summer. We'd play Contra for, like... 20 30 minutes and that used to be like the coolest thing in the world for me because like you know we'd be running through these levels doing the konami code for the two players and mm-hmm. it was just it was really cool like and i think those moments right there what really kind of got me into like the whole concept of what gaming did right like it was more than just playing a video game it was a way that you could spend time with people But I think um, I think ultimately what got me hooked into gaming was just that concept alone of just it being a way to have some sort of camaraderie. Because the neighborhood I grew up in, it was really weird. Um, people of all different backgrounds. So Great. it was kind of hard for me at first to go out there and, like, do shit. So, like, video games are definitely, like, my vessel of trying to like get some sort of exploration and to be like, Hey, do you want to go play this video game? Like, you know, actually mm-hmm. having something to entice somebody. Um, so, so what games besides obviously those that you played with your dad when you were younger, like what games were the ones that started getting you into the level? Like, okay, this is something obviously more than just a hobby. Um, I play COD a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like you remember those streams. I played COD. And now I'm okay at COD. Uh, I played Final Fantasy a lot. Um, Dragon Age and Fortnite. I think Fortnite really um, catapulted the streaming. Like, I also used to do Left 4 Dead and stuff like that. That's how I met you. Playing yeah. The first time I ever talked to you was Left 4 Dead. Yeah. I remember I was on my I was on my sister's stream and she I was like yo I've never talked to him but he is left for dead so 
and he Just joins. And yeah, it's and like, it's like, a bullet sponge. It was fun. it's like, and a story, like, yeah, no, you got along. I don't know. It, Fortnite changed. I feel like Fortnite changed streaming in general. Mm. Fortnite, it did. It did. A hundred percent. Like, Twitch doesn't have the pool without Fortnite, honestly. To a degree. Yeah, well, I was going to say, some with, people are going to argue, like, League of Legends or something. Of course, you know? yes. Yes, all massive. But you haven't had a massive following to the point where, like, dude, the Fortnite, like, cups and shit and the amount of money they give away. Like, it did. Yeah. It changed streaming. No, it, it did. really did. And, you know, as cringy as the event was recently for Fortnite, um, to to hear the announcer like talk about all these different streamers who are broadcasting mm-hmm. it. It's like, like a sporting the, event. Yeah. It's it's completely insane. And honestly, Fortnite did first, that. When I first got people into could Twitch, hate like, Fortnite. I never envisioned that. Like I never right. envisioned these huge mm-hmm. events, you know, with people with could hate down. Fortnite as much as they want to, but they can't they can't not acknowledge like what like transpired from it. Like they just can't. Oh, whether it's whether it's streaming or gaming, period. Yeah, dude, a hundred percent. Like, as much as you guys like might hate on Fortnite, like what it did for the gaming industry is nuts. Like, and you have to give respect. You have to. You have to. Like the World Cups, the uh, announcements, the broadcasting. Like, they turned a video game into a competitive sport at the end of the day. And we could say, like, okay, Call of Duty has been doing it, whatever, but Fortnite took it to a whole other level. It just did. Yeah, it became more household once Fortnite it just, it's got, what it is. got into it. But I think that's like, also the appeal of being able to, you know, um, tap into the younger age market, right? Like, obviously, that helps a lot. It um, does, but, like, every video game does that, though. I think Fortnite, why it's so successful is because it, like, takes building and shooting so like it's not just one thing it's not like just call of duty where you spam you hide behind walls it's like you build your own walls you edit like there's a whole other factor in the fortnite i feel like that's like a huge factor in it like i feel like kids have always been following video games i think the huge appeal with that is, is like it takes like tactical and like strategy gaming and fps and it just merged the two and it's just a good game at the end of the day. As much as everyone might be mad at it, like, because I get mad all the time, like, it merged to, dude, 100%. I bitch about it all day, but like I'm saying, like, it merged two really big things at the end of the day. It really did. Mm. No. And, and people don't acknowledge that. Like, they merged FPS and they, and they merged, like, role playing in a way because of, like, the storylines they've been doing and, like, the games, but, like, they merge so much shit like and people don't acknowledge that to a degree i feel like no and i think i think some of that falls into it's kind of a trend now to hate on something right yeah is you know everybody likes to shit on something and then also i think what people need to appreciate the most about what what fortnite did is they kind of called the bluff of a lot of these bigger gaming companies. Not to say that mm-hmm. Epic isn't a big gaming company because it is, but they called out the other ones of saying like, not only are we going to put out a free to play game, 
we're going to fucking outperform you and we're going to do so much stuff. Like there's going to be new content like every couple months. And Great. guess what? It's going to be completely free. The only thing people have to pay for is cosmetics and a battle pass. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And they're able to do all these updates and the game keeps looking better and better. Um, regardless if people like it or not, a lot of the stuff that they're adding to it is is making the game more dynamic and changing the way that you have to play. So I think people people need to sit back for a second and appreciate Fortnite for what it is. Kind of go on to go on what you're saying because it has it's not just changed it, like it's forged the landscape. Like Fortnite is now the model for whether you're a streamer or you're a gamer. Like if you're a streamer, what's Fortnite done? It started the custom games, which is a brilliant way for people to be able to bond with their communities. And that's something that you do um, quite often. And you've had some pretty freaking big names come into your customs. I don't know if you want to name drop real quick for the cloud, but. Are you still there? Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh, big names. What are you talking about? Oh, I was talking about with your customs. I have had no one. Nope. Mm. Okay, so you didn't want to name drop for Cloud real quick. Okay, I was just trying to give you. No, no, no. What, who but... are you talking about? I'm talking about your customs and some of the people that have come into your customs. Who? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know. A couple of YouTubers. And then there was that one stream where this really big streamer, he, uh, he has an MD, a medical degree. He's a doctor. Came oh, well, Dr. Lupo? Yeah, him. And then there's a couple other people who do YouTube videos. That came and then, like, from. one, like, loser fruit rated me. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> exactly. No, so, like, what What exactly does that feel like, though, right? To, like, have these people that, obviously, you look up to in some way, like... I cry. Yeah. I don't know what it feels like. I saw... We're talking about Big Craze. Spencer played in my customs. I don't know if you guys know, if you guys know who Spencer is, but he played in my customs. Um... For talking about Dr. Lupo, that was during the Black Hole event. I had like 30 viewers at 4 in the morning. I streamed almost 24 hours. It was 22 hours. Um, And he showed up and he was like, yo. And he started talking. I was best on Dr. Lupo. And I clicked. I was like, oh my god, it's Dr. Lupo. <laughs> and um, we talked. And he was so nice. Like, he's the night Dude, he's so awesome. Yeah. He was so sweet. And um, he was so awesome. He was so awesome. And um, wait, who else are we talking about? Spencer. Um, was somebody that came I did Spencer, Dr. Looper. Oh, Loser Fruit. So Loser Fruit rated me <laughs> Saturday morning. I was streaming for 20 minutes. I was end game. There was eight people left and she rated me. And I almost cried. Yikes. Does that... So I lost the game, by the way. Yeah. Because well, I was so nervous. I cried. I also got 400 subs that, that, oh my God, I got 400, 400 subs that stream. Jesus fuck. Yeah. That's insane. I, 
lost my mind. It was crazy. So when when something like that happens, because I know the go-to reaction, especially when you're on stream, right, is like, don't freak out, don't act like it's a big deal, because everybody is so fucking jaded these days that it's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, blah, blah, blah. But does that, when something like that happens to you, is that is that good reassurance, or do you feel more pressure? Like, is it something that you're like, holy shit, like, somebody that... Um, I feel reassurance, but I feel pressure. I feel like I love it. I thrive on pressure, but I get scared. Mm. I was shaking. <laughs> yeah, well, with that many people coming into a stream at once... Like, um, thank God yeah. I had, like my two mods because like the chat is crazy damn I'm fucking sad that I missed that stream God damn it, no I it was bad I like almost cried like thank god love was there and deep was there shout out to love and deep I, I couldn't I don't know no that's fucking no, that's really cool. And and like I said, I just I, I always like to hear people. Twitch like TV slash QDD. Twitch like love TTV. <laughs> make sure to check them out. Um but no, I always like hearing about that because like I said, I think you always see the reaction from a normal streamer. They're like, Oh yeah, fucking thanks and it's just No, I lose my mind and I cry. And and the other thing and I talked about this before, um the one thing that really kind of it upsets me is like I, I get the whole um, humbleness, right? Like everybody appreciates somebody who's humble, but there's been a few streamers where like something big or monumental happens, and the reaction is like, "Oh, fucking, it's you know, it's not that big a deal. Everybody just chill out." But like, right? It upsets me because just as somebody who's chasing whatever the fuck it is, like, me personally, like, I just want to stream and have fun, I don't ever plan on being partnered, like, that's not my, that's not my future, but, like, just as somebody who's chasing shit on Twitch, and to see somebody getting all of the benefits of their labor, right, like, because I don't want to say that they're just being given, like, they're, they're receiving benefits from all the hard work that they put in, and to Mm -hmm. see them be, like, no, not so nonchalant about it. Like, it's kind of frustrating because it's like, okay, what's the point in grinding yourself to the bone? Because let's all be serious. Right. Like, full-time streaming requires a whole different it's a grind. Type of grind. It's soul-sucking. Yeah. And so, like, at that point, like, why, why would you want to hold right. yourself from being able to actually enjoy that? And that's one thing that, I don't know, like I said, I don't know if it's because everybody's so jaded or, like, you know, obviously you're not like a partner streamer, but you're pretty successful when like what is your mentality of of you know celebrating too much or not celebrating? He's hiding me. Yeah. Like like what do you I uh so <laughs> my take on that is I if someone gives me one bit, I'm like, damn, you wanna give me like a penny? Like if, just for streaming, like you know, like, I think it's, like, a blessing. Like, I don't care. Like, give me 500 bits. Give me a dollar. Give me $2. Like, and then when I get the really big donos, I'm like, oh, holy shit. Like, I don't know why. And 
think this is like with any streamer anyway like you at the end of the day like i'm just playing video games you know and i'm enjoying what i'm doing and i think people think my my reactions are over the top sometimes but like it's more like okay like why is this motherfucker (laughs) giving me money for just enjoying what i'm doing Oh, exactly. And it's the most it's the most satisfying and strange thing I've ever felt. Like, oh my god, like you love me to the point where or you enjoy me to the point where you want to give me money for just having fun playing a game. And it's so surreal because it makes me so happy. Like it makes me so happy and I get money for doing something that makes me happy. Like mm. no like people don't get that in their whole lives and I get money I get money and people want to see me happy or they want to see me play and it makes me want to cry that's it like it's crazy it's crazy so somebody that's obviously in your position and in having a community, right? Like some people stream, some people have communities, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like you have a community. Um, what, what do you think personally are some of the key elements that you need to be able to have a community to build one and to maintain it? <laughs> I think you need to talk to every single person that goes to your stream and is there consistently. You just talk to them. You have to get to know them as a human being. And then you need to be able to like talk to whoever and everyone that joins. And then you need to make them feel like they're a part of you. You need to make people that join your stream like feel like they are you. Like Once they join your stream, like they're home. Like, you need to make people feel like they're home. Like, hi, you had a shit day? Come fucking talk to me. Like, you need to make people feel comfortable. That's the end of the day. You need to just make people feel at home. And that's all I want. I want people to just come to my stream and feel home. Hmm. So, when, when you first got into streaming, then, like, did you ever... Like, did you ever plan to become, like, full-time, or was it just something that you wanted to do for, like, shits and giggles? Hello? (laughs) Apparently, we were experiencing some technical difficulties. In the meantime, don't forget to check out Foxy on Twitch. That is twitch.tv slash Foxy underscore Sly. Can you not hear me? I hear you now. Okay. Repeat it. Um, I almost forget the question now. <laughs> I almost forget the question. Oh, I was basically talking about... um. 
things that are essential to to hold your community and to help maintain it. Because it's one thing just to build one. It's a it's a whole different monster maintain it. Just talking about like um how to like keep one? Well like like I said, not just keep one but like build one and maintain it. I think like like I said, like you seem to be you I don't know, you need to make people feel like they're home. You need to know everything about everyone. When someone comes to like, hey, how was work today? Or how was that exam? Or how are you? Like you should give a fuck about everyone that spends their time coming to your stream. Like you should care. If you're not a caring person, if you don't want to give yourself to people, Twitch isn't for you. Like you have to actually care about people to Twitch. You actually have to care. And uh, if you're just sitting there and like you kind of care or you kind of give a fuck, like I feel like those people are going to fade out. You have to actually care. Just to be a genuine human being that doesn't like catfish or <laughs> or not care about people, you know? Mm. Yeah, you just actually give a fuck. That's that's the problem though. I think the illusion of of not just social media, but you know, online interactions. It's it's really easy to fake these days. Um, and the one thing that I've noticed uh, my years on the internet, as glorious as they have been, is that not that many people have street smarts. So when it comes down to it, not a lot of people are able to see the the signs of someone who is toxic or right um, might just be you know a drain fucking source of energy um so the only thing that i'll add to what you say is i think i think it's important definitely to take the time uh to get to know people and to you know actually genuinely care about them but you just have to make sure it's the right people um you know, I'm sure you can say the same thing. I know myself, <clears throat> I've spent a lot of time, energy, and money into people that ended up just basically, um, in lesser words, shit in my hand. Um, right. And Oh, I did too. I spent a lot of time on people and they yeah. randomly are just like, no, I'm good. Like, yeah, like, Interesting. fuck you, thank Without- you you know what's crazy about that though is like I'll be like, "Yo, we good," and they're like, "Yeah, we good," and I'm like, "No, we obviously aren't." Yeah, no, and like I Dick said, it's just it's a consistent problem, and I don't know. It's just it's something that definitely turns turns me away from Twitch. But since since we're on that, I think that's same. Good, I think it's a good segue of same. Um, for you for you personally, what have been okay. some of the the positives and the negatives that have uh, come alongside your mental health with, with regards to streaming? My mental health. Um, like, 
do you think do you think streaming and <clears throat> the interaction? I think it hurts it and it? helps it. Okay, so like a double edged sword. I think, I think there's a fifty fifty. So uh, I know you know. Obviously, anyone that I'm close with knows. Like I've been mad depressed for years. I've suffered depression like my whole life. And then I have PTSD from things that have just happened in general. I'm very fucked up. But if we're talking about how Twitch is, in, Twitch has uh, affected me super positively and very negatively. Um, I have had my highest highs. I have met people that have suffered like I've suffered and I've talked to them for hours and it, it feels good when people are in your chat like yo foxy like you're this way you're that way and like or like oh you're such an inspiration but things to do pussy you're like no like you have no idea but then like there's like this facade like or like in general like you watch like a actor on a movie screen you're like i love them right mm. but you don't know who they are as a human being and there's people that come to my chat and not that i'm fucking ever comparing myself to an actor like academy award but i'm just saying in general like people will say things about me and i'm like that's how you think of me you know like and they don't know you you're an entertainer at the end of the day I'm like wow that's like how you think of me like you think i'm this way and, and they're not wrong like i am that way to a degree of course they see oh damn like these people think that i'm this way and I am, but I'm not. And then I think about it overall. And then you think about the negatives, right? You're asking the positive negatives. Like the positives are people think that I am this one person, um, how I am on stream, which I'm very happy. I'm energetic. And I am all those things. I am. But I have such a dark side. But I feel like that's how everyone is in general. Like, then I think about it and like I spend three days without like not wanting to bathe or help myself because of my depression yeah. like I get in such a hole and I don't think anyone really knows that aspect of me like I get into such a hole sometimes and I beat the fuck out of myself mentally and like I've been you have had conversations and I've dealt with physical abuse and mental abuse and I've been beaten the fuck out of from people that I thought I loved and mentally abused and I've been through so much mentally that Twitch all ties into it to a degree right because you look at Twitch and you look at the numbers and sometimes I'll have 60 viewers and then sometimes I'll have 20 and it fucks with you. You're like, well, damn, what didn't I do Tuesday that I'm doing Monday that I have 30 more viewers than I did last week? Or why didn't I do this? Or why aren't people watching me? Or why am I not this way? Or why am I not more entertaining today? Or why is my stream title differently? Like, you beat yourself up. Like, you're like, damn, like, why am I any different from how I was two weeks ago? Like, why am I not putting a title out there that's not a, more appealing why am i not doing this like and it's just a bunch of like what ifs like why didn't i do this more or why am i not more entertaining or fuck you why aren't you more like why is your depression eating away why aren't you more hyped 
because I'll go into streams like where like I cried like two hours beforehand. I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm like, I just show up. Just kind of snap into it. Right. Like you're entertaining. Like, okay, I cried for two hours. I'm good. Let me suck it up. I'm here to entertain you. And then I'm off of here. Well, with with all that that comes with it, because I think I think just about everybody can relate to seeing the numbers and seeing it affect them. Because I know the go-to thing that everybody always says, and I say it too, but it's kind of like this lie that we all tell ourselves, like, it's not about the numbers. Like, It's not. It really isn't. But, like, but, it fucks with you. But, like, it, in essence, right, like, from a standpoint of being a streamer who is either full-time or pushing for partner, whatever, um, as much as the numbers aren't necessarily like the the numbers are kind of they matter yeah they matter and so you know I, I do you think that because I made this comparison when I talked to PS2 do you think okay. that Twitch is kind of like this this well that's been poisoned right where like you're fucking thirsty right like and the thirst is obviously some sort of uh mild or I don't think temporary. it's a thirst. I think well, it's more so you want that well. Like you see it and you want it. Like you want to obtain it. Like I don't think it's like I want to drink from it. It's more like I see it and I want to just like touch it. Hmm. Like I just want to experience it. Like I want to be on that level so bad. And do you think do you think it's more when when you stress out about the numbers, do you think that comes down more to about the numbers that you get or just based off of the people around you? Because, I mean, I know myself, like, just for an example, like, there are moments, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I see other people's numbers, right? And I'm like, damn, right? Like, they're streaming at the same time that I do, like, not exactly the same time, but, like, you know, same time frame, right? Like, 4 p.m., mm-hmm. 5 p.m., whatever. And they have X amount of viewers. I do it and I get like, you know, a percentage. And it's just like, man, what the fuck? Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. I think people beat themselves up on. I think people just beat themselves up on Twitch. I think. I don't think it's me. I don't know. It's definitely not. I don't look at anyone's numbers when I'm streaming. I just stream. But I think it's more so like. The numbers matter because, like, at the end of the day, like, anyone stream on Twitch, like, you want to be a partner. Like, you want to be a partner. You want to be in that. Like, you want that. And so, yeah, you're like, okay, am I this far off? Or, like, I feel like it's even more frustrating to see a partner that is, like, averaging less viewers than you're like, well, damn. Like, Mm. mm -hmm, give me that. Yeah, I've seen that a few times, too. And, you know, I've, I've actually... I've actually got to talk to uh, to a partner streamer because, like, at one point in time, they had almost thousands, right? Like in their stream, and and now, like, when I see him go well, go live, it's like sixty to a hundred. And I was just like, I hopped in their DMs and I was just kind of asking, them, I was like, hey, like, you know, what's been going on? And they were talking about, you know, they changed games, they changed games that they were playing, and once they did that, their, right. their numbers dropped dramatically um 
so I think I think I get what you're saying in the fact where it's like, you know, you see that partnered streamer and you're like, man, that motherfucker obviously ain't as hungry as I am. Like, dude's partnered. He just didn't have That's that. not it. No. Oh, no, 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 no. But so. I like, I think, you know, it's it's safe to say that there's some people out there who obviously think that way. And that wouldn't be necessarily like a wrong way. It's not think. the case, though. I feel like the people that think that way, they don't stream. They yeah. don't stream. They don't know what it's like to drop views. No, they don't know what it's like to drop views. They don't know what it's like to try things that are different. Like, people that think that way don't stream 100%. Or stream the right way because there are some people out there. Or just stream in general. Like, I, dude, like, if you think someone that went from 1,000 to 50 viewers, like, are just, it's not a bad streamer. It's just like, it'd be like that. Like, I'll go from like I could go anywhere from like 70 to 20 like there's such a big margin yeah I mean numbers don't always tell everything that's true they don't they don't 100% they don't but but then again I don't know like it's 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 a tricky situation because you know numbers don't really do anything mm-hmm. but at the same time they do because when they're low it uh it's a whole different fucking thing it's a whole different problem right. it becomes a whole different world um, but it eats at you no it definitely does um so overall um just to recap for all of you stoners out there who didn't realize what we said through all that um Twitch is kind of a double-edged sword. Um, there's going to be moments where it's going to help you mm-hmm. get out of your comfort zone. There's going to be moments where it puts right. you back up in building walls. But I think um, to go back further on to what we said in the beginning, if you ever do want to see growth, you're going to have to do things that you normally don't do. <laughs> like You have to like strive for it. You have to want it. You have to want it. You have to get to know everyone in your chat. Anyone that talks in your chat is and that is more than there for ten minutes, you have to message them and get to know them. Like yeah. that's the secret. Get to know everyone and care about them. You have to care. If you don't care, like I don't think it matters at the end of the day. You have to give a fuck. So if someone's just there to just like fakely be like, Oh, are you good? Like it doesn't who the fuck cares? Like you have to actually care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's always been the tricky thing for me, though. Like, I've talked to you about it before, where, like, you know, I I do care about a lot of people, but I'm just the way that I've, that I was raised and the people that I grew up around, like, it's, sometimes it's a little bit harder for me to be able to be like, yo, I fuck with you, and, you know, I want you to know that I fuck with you. Right. Unless, like, I really... I'm with you on that level. Like, there's some people where if you're to ask them, like, you know, what is her like? Like, oh man, if he fucks with you, you fucks with you 100. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I always find it really hard to just randomly approach somebody, and be like, oh hey, thanks for like fucking hanging out on my stream. Even though like it's something that you should do, I think, I think ultimately, like my biggest problem is, I don't know, I. Maybe it's just like a fear of maybe losing that friendship where I'm like, yo, I don't want to fucking get to know this person and end up just getting fucked over type thing. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know. 
like what what helps you be able to reach out to those people that do come to your stream and that are you know coming there almost every day oh i don't know i just see that they're there and they're supportive and they're sweet and i just do it i don't know i anyone that like takes their time to just like be there for me like I could take I could take two seconds out of my day just like, hey, how are you? Yeah, fuck that shit. I ain't taking two. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. My my next question though that I have for you, um, what what is your perspective on like being a streamer, not just a streamer, but like a female streamer? Like, what are uh, what are some of the things that you wish you would have known going into it to maybe maybe prep yourself and what are some of the things that you kind of like, if you could say anything to whether it's an up and coming female streamer or somebody who's already streaming now. I think like just have a thick skin because I think people go into like female streamers. I feel like female streamers just have a Oh, my cut out again. What is going on? Is this better? Yes. Okay. I'm saying, like, people that go into female streamers, I feel like they already have a rough perspective. They're like, okay, you're not as good as at the game. You're not this way. You're not that way. Or just, I don't know. I think there's a level of just, like... I don't know. I just feel like people underestimate female streamers at the end of the day. And I really do. I feel like people just take it one way. And I feel like people just, especially on Twitch, like there's like the just chatting streams, just like titty streamers. Mm, Or, (laughs) right. Or there's big Fortnite streamers and tank top, like tits out. Like the part of the, part of the reason I don't do a cam is because, like, I'm all right. Well, people give a fuck about me being me. I feel like if you're a new streamer and you're just wanting to stream and you're just doing the platform and you don't have a cam, especially just be yourself. Like put those, put those stereotypes to bed and just be a badass bitch and just like be who you are. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, like, people think about, like, how can I do this? How can I do that? How can I do this better? Like, at the end of the day, streaming is about you just being you. Like, that's how the big streamers got how they are. Like, people are like, okay, I like this personality. I like this person. Just be who you are, and you'll attract people that are similar. That's it. Mm. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I always feel... I, I, I don't want to cut you off, like... but I need water so bad. Yeah. Get your water. Please. Well, to everyone. <laughs> so as we're as we're sitting here amongst ourselves, um, just a quick reminder: um, next couple episodes are going to be coming up soon. Going to be doing a interview with the amazing, lovely zombie, which should be fun. Um, new episode is going to be getting recorded. Pretty much after this one for Two Sons and Some Change, which is the other podcast that I do with two fucking degenerates known as DJ Funky Fresh and Cadlink. 
So if you want to do yourself a favor, check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Go, Podcast Public, Breaker, all that good shit. That's always a good time. And I think Foxy's back. Nope. No, well, we're still waiting then. Um, to go on to what Foxy was saying, I think it's important, not just for female streamers, but like just streamers in general. I think we always see the art of imitation, right? Whether it's Hollywood, whether it's streaming, whether it's music, anything at all. Whatever's popular, okay. it gets imitated, and people think that, like, oh, that's what I should do. Um, but that's not the mm-hmm. case. Like Foxy said, people do the mm-hmm. shit the way they do it for a reason, and so mm-hmm. working out for them. Um, now that you're back, um, do you find yourself more gravitated more towards other female streamers, or do you think that? There's kind of like that, uh, what's it called? Like, like the mean girl mentality that comes in with the female. Streamers. I say, um, I like fucking with female streamers more than I like uh, fucking with male streamers. Actually, is it just out of the pure like being able to relate, like you know, having to deal with trolls who come in saying the unoriginal shit about you know whatever. Insert blank blank. Mm-hmm. No, I think I don't know. I just like um, like I said, I think it takes a certain like thick skin to just like be a female streamer more so than just being a streamer. So any female that like wants to do it in a respectful way. I have respect for. And um, whenever I see like a female streamer just like doing her thing, I'm like, damn, hell yeah. Like, let's do this. Like, I don't know. Like, I support. I support that. Or like, it doesn't even have to be a female streamer, though. Like, actually, like, I'll change it back. Right. Like, I think I do 50 50. Like, if you're a good streamer at the end of the day, I don't care if you have a dick or a vagina. Like. I just like everyone that's a good streamer. Whoa, what about the people who have both? Don't fucking exclude hermaphrodites. All right, well, both of them. I don't give a fuck. Like, whoever you are as a human being, I like you. Yeah, but if you're a eunuch, fuck off. No! (laughs) That's not what I meant. No, I know. No, I just, I don't know. It's so weird. It's bizarre from the outside looking in, right? From, like, a male perspective. Because, like... Okay. There was one female streamer I talked to. I'm not going to put her name out there, but I was talking to her and like expose her now. She she had stopped streaming, and I was just kind of like, you know, hey, why aren't you streaming anymore? You know, like what's going on? Right. And her response was like, "I'm not pretty like all these other females. Like, there's no fucking point." Ew. And I think. Like it kind of like it kind of I, I felt bad because it's like right for, for someone to feel like that shitty right where they're like damn nobody's fucking even interested in me and then also on top of it like I don't look good right like that's a fucking shitty fucking feeling and I think that like mm-hmm. that that's I, I hate to I hate to hate on people 
who are hustling and getting theirs because by all means fucking do what you got to do to pay the bills. But of course, when I see these fucking IRL streamers or just any streamer in general that's just fucking showing skin and just being like, I'm just gonna call it for what it is. I don't care if I get banned. Just being a slut, just being a straight up cam whore. When when they do that, like it might be all good for them, but they don't realize that they're fucking it up for for like other females. Because like there are women right. out there who just don't feel comfortable enough with their body already. And gaming was one of the few things that they had, and then now that gets taken away. From the same people who've been mm-hmm. fucking tormenting them, you know, possibly their whole entire life. Um, and you know, it, this is something that not a lot of men want to talk about. But like, it's almost it's almost the same thing. Like with being a guy, right? Like if you're not some fucking okay. Jason Momoa chiseled out motherfucker, like you don't want to be on camera because who wants to stare at a pudgy fucking white dude on camera? But I feel like, so like there's a vice versa, like. I don't think, like, the biggest, like, <laughs> let's compare, right? The top streamers on Twitch, like, they're not, like, super attractive from the male perspective. If you don't know the female perspective, they're attractive. 100%. There's, like, a big disconnect to where female gamers have to be hot. Doesn't matter if they're good. They can be hot. And then, like, from the male perspective, they have to be goaded. It doesn't matter if you're good or not. Like, no, it matters if you're good. It's, like, more competitive that way. Mm. It's There's, like, a big, like, duplicity, right? Like, you be the most unattractive motherfucker and still be a badass, huge streamer. You can be a mediocre gamer as a girl and be hot and be okay. Yeah, well, that's... No, that's true. But I think, I just think though, I I get the 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 sentiment of, you know, not feeling as if you're as appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like I said, you know, women women definitely have to deal with it on a different level. But I think it's also mm-hmm. important to remind ourselves that like dudes have to go through that shit too. Um, I know. No, it's not that they don't. But yeah, females have to get dragged through it more. No, in in like you said, it's it's to a point where, um, you know, she doesn't a a female streamer doesn't even have to know shit about the game, doesn't even have to be good at right. it. But all she has to do is just sit a certain way, and she's mm-hmm. gonna have high views. And I think mm-hmm. at the end of it, you know what? Like as frustrating as that is, like I'm not even mad at those types of streamers anymore. Like there was a period where like. I was on my like forty year old virgin shit. Where I was like fucking, <laughs> fucking women showed their boobs. Like you know what? Like I said, man, I'm not going to knock the. I'm not mad. What I, but what I, I think I am, it's bullshit. What I am disappointed in though is the people that go in there and that support that shit and that mm-hmm. enable that type of behavior because it it's a it's kind of a nasty trend that I've been noticing just from a male perspective. Right. Where, like I'll go into. I'll go into a stream, like, you know, of, you know, like a random IRL, just to be like, okay, is this girl actually, like, talking with some substance, or is it just another tit stream? Mm-hmm. And I see all these people donating and, like, doing all this crazy shit. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, all these people donating, like, how many of them, like, actually donate for their boy? Like, how many of them actually, mm-hmm. like, help out the motherfuckers that, like, they talk to and focus on a daily basis compared to just shoveling out whatever the fuck like 
I don't know. I just maybe it's just a trend that I'm noticing, or maybe I'm just like thinking too much into it. But I just I almost feel like even to touch on what you said about like the male thing, right? Like you don't have to look good; you can still be mm-hmm. successful, like just off of gameplay. But I think to look at those numbers and justify it off of looks or not, like it's kind of like it's an unfair comparison because those motherfuckers already had an established like repertoire, if you will, right? Like they already had an established rapport. And some people, though, yeah, some not people, for everyone. But but I think like. The the ones that are really successful, obviously, they had a rapport before everything started blowing up. Like, they had some success, and then Twitch, for whatever way, or YouTube, or whatever, like, gave it leaps and bounds forward for it. Um, I don't know. All in all, I just, I think, I think it's important for motherfuckers to remember. Like, I tweeted this the other day, man. Like, when it comes down to it, like... Don't forget the mm-hmm. motherfuckers that were there for you when you weren't shit. When you had, like, two viewers. Like, that's the thing I cannot yeah. stress the most. Because I get having to branch out and having to... Or the, or the people that kept your chat active. Yeah. I think that's more important. Like, when you had no one in your chat, there was always that one motherfucker or two motherfuckers that, like, talked to you the whole time. And people forget that. No, they do. Because, and, and like I said, I think it's easy to get caught up in that motion of like, you know, I need to expand. I need to meet more people. But I think when you get caught up in mm. that, it's easy to forget the motherfuckers that are there day in and right. day out. And it's it's kind of sad because like, you know, it's happened to me before. Like, you know, I've been in streams where I literally I'm on mobile. So like I can't just pop up a stream and keep a tab open right. and say random shit every once If you're there, you're there. If I'm, yeah. And I just, I don't know, man, like, there was so much fucking effort that I put into it, and then, like, mm-hmm. you know, a year down the road or a couple months down the road, like, they start getting bigger numbers, and, you know, you go around there, and it's like, they don't even fucking know you anymore. It's just... That's so fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unnerving, and it's just like I said, like, part of me doesn't want to fucking be mad at them because it's like, yo, I get it. They're trying to grow their business. You know, they got a brand. They're trying to expand it. But at the same time, like, mm-hmm. street me is like, yo, fuck you, you piece of shit. Like, I'm going to fuck you up. Like, right. I built you. Like, you wouldn't be shit without me. Which, like, it's all a fucking lie. Like, that's just ego coming into it. But I, I don't know, like... The streamer doesn't make their stream, though. It's the community they build behind it, though. So, to a degree, that's correct. Like, you can be the most entertaining motherfucker. It doesn't matter if people join your chat and they don't have anyone to talk to. Yeah. It and doesn't matter. Because, you know, there was a period of time where, like, and, and you know this, obviously, not that many other people do. Um, there's a point mm-hmm. in time where, and, and I'm still kind of going through it, but, like, I just, I didn't know what the fuck was going on with my streams. Like, I was just doubting myself and everything that I was doing. And... It was to a point where, like, I started blaming other people. Like, I was just so fucking resentful. I was like, man, it's everybody. But, like, at the end of it, like, I saw what my problem was with my streams. And, like, it's just, it's interactions. Like, I'll have, I'll have numbers. Like, there's some streams where, like, yo, I'll have, like, 20, 30 people up in there. But chat is not moving. And that shit does not look good. When you're a new person, you see high numbers and nobody talking. 
Like that just mm-hmm. it gives a bad impression. So no, you're totally right. I think I think streamers need a good reminder at least every once in a while. Like yo, you're you know you make the stream and obviously you're a very important part of it. But your viewers and your mods and your VIPs, those motherfuckers are the catalyst to your stream. Like, that's the shit that makes everything go. 100%. So, what, in, in your eyes, like, what would be the perfect mod? Like, what is the perfect... Um... The perfect mod... Mm -hmm. Is someone that greets anyone that follows, like, hey, how are you? Um, keeps chat in order. Like if someone's being sideways, they message them privately. Um engages with the streamer, like, yo, like, oh, you did shit or you did this, like does the commands, like lets everyone know like what the commands on the stream are. I just someone that like genuinely wants you to succeed is the best spot. Someone that genuinely is like, "Hey, you're new. Like, here's like what this channel has to offer you." It's pretty much motherfucker. That's just your uh, your officer friendly type. Someone that's just like there, like, "Hey, like you're new to the stream. This is what it is. Welcome." So it's safe to say, to quote Foxy, the thing that makes a good streamer is not the streamer itself, <laughs> but the community. For all you fucking stoners, just to give another quick recap. To a degree. I mean, the streamer draws everyone in at the end yeah. of the day, but you need the community around it to make people want to be there. No, for sure. So... Just to dial it back, I know we're going like all over the place, but this is what happens when you're high as shit. Um, when what exactly got you into Twitch? Like, how did you hear about it? Um, all that noise for those for those people. I obviously know because I've known you for like two fucking years. Man. I uh. <laughs> I went to, uh, I went through, I went from like a, a super not healthy relationship. I got super closed off and gaming has always been my thing. So I started like a gaming Instagram where like, you know, I games and I posted my wins or whatever. And I met a couple of people and they're like, yo, like, do you have Twitch? I was like, well, what the fuck is that? So I downloaded Twitch. The time Ninja was like the biggest fucking thing. So I actually watched Ninja's Ninja's streams were like some of the first streams I actually watched. And I was like, oh damn, like this is cool. Like it's so interactive. Like, like this is badass. And I did my first stream. It was like a Left 4 Dead stream. I used to just stream with my sister. I was like, yo, you need to try it. So we just started, like, streaming randomly. And I don't know. I fell in love with it. Who's your first... 
I, Do you like, remember who your first follower was? I don't remember my first follower, but I remember Grizz was one of the first people that actually kept my chat active. Fucking Grizz. If you guys don't know Grizzly X Battle, he uh, made me want to stream. He was in my chat. He thought me and my sister were funny. Like, and it's crazy, like him stumbling in my stream, like he dates Kate. So I kind of like, it's kind of cool. So, like the reason they're dating almost to a degree is because he just stumbled into my stream. Mm. Fucking love connection and shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's cool. That's so cool. You no, know, and when stuff like that happens too, like it always just makes you kind of scratch your head, right? Where you're like, man, like maybe right. there is some sort of like set set right. thing going on, right? No, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So you started out basically just fucking around as a as a means of escaping to mm-hmm. your sister. So fast forward, here you are now, two years into it, like you said. You've been streaming for almost two years, for, yeah, for about a year and a half, I'd say, right, total. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever like consider the fact that you'd become? A fucking word on Urban Dictionary, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like a bit. I'm not a big streamer. Like. No, not a, you're. You're not like a partnered whatever, but you're definitely no. an up and coming streamer. Like, there's no denying that fact. Okay. You're an up and coming streamer. I um no, I didn't have any. Experience. Uh, expectations when I started Twitch. I was just like, yo, like, I like gaming. I talk a shit ton. Like, let's just do this. Just fuck with it. So now that now that you're established where you are now, though, and you obviously see what's on the other side of the door, like, do you do you plan on just, like, kicking that fucking door down and just, like, running with it? Is this something that you kind of want to... Hell yeah, I want to. I want this. I'm hungry for it. Hell yeah. I want this. I'm, like, I want to, like, make this, like, a career. I want to influence people. I want people to come to my streams and chill. Like, I want all of this. Like, I enjoy it. I love this. Like, I breathe this. Like, I look forward to streaming. I have my ups and downs, but at the end of the day, like, I enjoy the fuck out of streaming. Hmm. So, every company, right, has a business model or some sort of saying that gives you an impression or an idea of what they're about. If you could have, okay. if you could have something that, like, okay. would express your stream, what would that shit be? Like, what, what's the know. vibe, like, what's the overall vibe that you want? You tell me you're in there enough. I I don't fucking know. Well, I mean, I don't know. I be I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. You just kind of run with it. No, because like you know, some streamers they kind of go for a vibe, right? Like, for example, like okay. me with my streams, like my whole vibe that I want to give out, like my motto mm-hmm. is like just be yourself and have a place where you can be. Like, if somebody mm-hmm. wants to come in there and talk five fucking paragraphs about why they love Star Wars or why they love Stargate or why they love fucking football or whatever. Like, I want them to be able to do that because, you know, growing up for a while, like, you know, always being the younger one, like, you try talking to people and they just kind of, like, dismiss whatever the fuck you're saying. 
And, like, you could be talking about something that gives you so much happiness and, like, you're in the middle of talking about it. And, like, they're just not even paying attention. That shit, that shit's been happening to me since I was a kid. And I just, like, mm-hmm. it always made me feel like shit, like, damn, like, the stuff that I'm interested in, the person that I am, like, obviously is not interested nobody really fucking cares. And, you know, when I came across Twitch, I came across other people who were, like, the same fucking way. Like, we, you know, we all go on tangents right. about shit and like that's just what I like that's what I want with my stream like I want people to be able to like be there be themselves like whether it's goofy or serious whatever like just be you cause I don't know I think I think the biggest problem with the internet I think everybody's guilty of it like, nobody's innocent, but, mm-hmm. like, we all wear these fucking masks. Like, whether it's on the internet or not, like, we wear these masks, but, like, on the internet, the mask the mask right. is so much fucking bigger. You know, like, I know, for example, for you, right, like, speaking on your behalf, like, on your streams, mm-hmm. on the surface, it's like, oh, she's giggling, she's laughing, like, <laughs> she's having the fucking time right. of her life, but meanwhile, like, on the inside, it's Crash Bandicoot, you know, you're fucking flipping and turning and breaking shit like it's this internal fucking struggle right and you know like that other side of me obviously and I just I think I get the whole sense of you know you can't let everybody in and not everybody needs to know what's going on but I Mm -hmm. but I do think that there is I think there needs to be some sort of push to just be like a little bit more real because like I said, I, I the one thing I've had a couple people tell me before, like, you know, hey, like, dude, you always seem like, you know, everything's super chill. Like, lately hasn't been the case. Like, motherfuckers probably think I'm a mopey must, but, <clears throat> like, yo, like, yo, super chill. Like, fucking what's your secret? It's just like, shit, there, there really is no secret. It's just like, my emotions are what they are at that time. Like, I'm, I've always been the type of person where, I wear my emotions on my sleeve, like, and I can't hide that. And right. for the longest time, that's always kind of kept me back from streaming because it's like, well, shit, dude, if I'm having a bad day, like, other people don't need to know that shit. But in the same sense, it's just like the the more, I don't know, the older I get, the more I appreciate reality and, like, more truth. So, I don't know. It's kind of a fucking catch-22. I think it's more like... Like you said, like, people come to my stream and I'm a certain type of way. But I was, it is, like, entertaining at the end of the day. So, as much as, like, people, like, I feel like I'm very close. And you've been there. Like, I've had meltdowns on stream. I've cried to people. I've let them into my lives. Like there's just certain times where like I'll cry an hour before my stream and have a breakdown. Then I'm like, Oh, Hey guys, what's up? Like, let's do this. Like, cause at the end of the day, it is inter- it's entertainment. Like you don't see people on Broadway that have had a bad day, like cry on stage. Like at the end of the day, it is a performance to a degree. Mm-hmm. As much as we pretend that it's not, it is. It's at the end of the day you have to perform. Oh no, that's a big fact. And I definitely think that, and it's, but it's like mentally taxing. It is because 
you're very honest with these people and you share six to eight to 10 to 12, however many hours people stream. You share so much with people. I mean, you share all this shit with people and they feel attached to you and they can hear when your voice is off. Like I've had people in my stream be like, yo, you good? Because I sound a little off. And I want to be like, no, I'm not good. But like, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm streaming and I have six more hours of streaming to do. Mm. So no, I'm not going to get in some. I'm not going to get into it. Oh no, for sure. Just is what no, it no, is. And I, I guess I should have worded that better because I, I definitely think there's a certain extent, right? Like you can't just, like I said, you can't just open up everything. But I think that, um, to at least be open enough, like you don't have to get in detail, but just be like, you know what? Like no, today's a fucking off day, and I'm gonna fucking need a minute, like that type deal. I think. Because, you know, I talked to you about this before we even started recording. Um, when it comes to when it comes to entertaining, whatever the fuck it is, there's always this iceberg effect. And what we see as viewers is the tip of the iceberg, right? Like, we see everything that's standing above water, the finished and polished product, years of growth and development, blah, 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 blah. But we don't see the 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 shit that goes on behind the scenes. So like when we do come to that point where we start becoming an iceberg ourselves, we don't we don't know how to react when we're submerged in that water. We don't realize that there's gonna be those moments where like you're fucking drowning. But like if you just stick through it, you're eventually gonna get your head above water. And you know there's I, I just think that there's a good amount of people who see somebody like you or attend the tab man or whoever and they see the way that they are and they're like oh well those people never have a bad day like those people are never sad like as crazy as that may sound like there are some people who are obviously going to think that way like oh their life must be really fucking good mm-hmm. and you know when they start chasing their dreams or when they start doing something they start dealing with all these other problems and they fucking collapse because they're like, well, shit, like I never seen them have to deal with it. Like how the fuck do I deal with it? Cause at the end of the day, as much as we don't want to be, and I say this as an entertainer, whether how small or big you are, um, you are going to be some sort of a role model for people, at least one person that's out there. So right. I think, like I said, I, part of me thinks that, you know, it should be it shouldn't be the fucking end of a career or a stream if you're just a little bit more genuine like like i said not fucking having huge breakdowns on stream or meltdowns or whatever the fuck you want to call them but just to at least be like you know what like no like i just fucking need a minute and i'll be good or you know whatever the case is mhm <clears throat> But on that note, is there anything else that you're trying to get into? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I think you're the interviewer. I think, I think we touched this about it. I don't know. If there's anything else that you wanted to talk to talk about? Actually, sorry, I can't even fucking speak. How dare you? How fucking dare I? 
no, I don't know. Are you trying to get into anything else? Like, I don't know what, what else there is to say about it. Like, I don't know. Do we touch on everything? Just, just about. I mean, there can always be other episodes where we can get deep. I think, like, the only thing, like, I don't know. I just hope that... I feel like I hope that everyone that like streams or has dealt with streaming like deals with their mental health at the end of the day because I feel like a lot of people that deal with streaming in general or are a viewer or a streamer like I know a lot of people have issues with that and a lot of people need help with it and I feel like a lot of people get into streaming because of it and I feel like people that get into it in that aspect like should always make sure that they're um, dealing with themselves because I've dealt with situations where people get into it and they're not ready for it. it takes such a mental toll on you. And uh, I don't think people really understand like how much of a mental toll it takes on you. Yeah, definitely fucking <laughs> it'll definitely change the way you think about yourself and yeah, it, you beat yourself up. And I guess I don't know. That's so, that's part of the sh- that's yeah. part of the shitty thing about streaming, right? Where like, mm-hmm. you you grade yourself off of the success of your stream. Mm-hmm. You do to a degree. Like you're like, oh damn, like, I, like let's say you have like some like a stream with like twenty two viewers, like damn, that's dope. And then the next day you have like forty viewers, like holy shit, that's awesome. And then you go back to streaming in two days, and you have like. 15 you're like well damn what the fuck did i do i'm a piece of shit or whatever the go-to is and like i say like about myself like like i've suffered from mad depression and suicidal tendencies and i've dealt with a bunch of shit in my life so i'm extra hard on myself sometimes like all uh, go through these streams where I have like 40 50 viewers and it's amazing and I'm so grateful but then I'll have like other streams with like 20 or 30 I'm like okay well like what the fuck did I do like why don't people want to watch me right now and it's like such a poor way of thinking because you know people have lives like people aren't always on twitch like people aren't always going to be lurking for you like it just is what it is but when you deal with something like that like you beat the fuck out of yourself. You're like, damn, like, well, why am I not good enough for these many viewers again? Why don't people want to watch me? Why? It's literally like a mind game. Like, it's like, okay, well, why am I not good enough right now in this moment? And it's not that you're not good enough. It's just like people have lives, but it's hard when you're a streamer and you see views one day and you don't get the same views the next day. Or you feel comfortable with people being here, like, oh, damn, like, so-and-so is here. Why isn't he here today? Or, like, sometimes, like, having, like, it's like a security blanket having certain people in your streams. But at the end of the day, like, it's, like, it's a stream. Like, you can't just be like, okay, this person's always going to be here. Or it's always going to be this way. Because that's just not life. and That's not streaming. Like, if you look at it as, like, a job, like, your jobs aren't like that. You're not always going to be linked with your coworker. You're not always going to show up at the same time. Like, I just, like, me personally, like, 
I do suffer from like depression a lot. It's all, it's always super hard, like dealing with shit like that. But I think like the most gratifying thing from Twitch is linking with other people that feel that way. And I've been a lot of people that suffer from depression or um, anxiety and just like similar situations I do. And it's been one of the most rewarding things I've done, like from Twitch. And I do on the down low, like I don't shout people out. I'm just like, I have so many private conversations with people that have the same issues I do. And I think that's so gratifying. It's just so nice to talk to someone like, yo, like I wanted to rip my fucking hair out today. And they're like, yo, me too. I'm like lit. Like I know how you feel in that moment or I know why you felt like you didn't want to get out of bed today. Or I know why you felt like you didn't want to bathe for three days. Like depression's a fuck. Like the most rewarding thing I've gotten out of Twitch and just rambling about this for a while is just meeting people that I care about on such a level and being able to help them or at least being able to be like, Hey, like I've been there. Like I feel the way you do. Like, let's fucking talk about it. Like, I know why you feel that way. Let's fucking talk about it. So, do you think then that that Twitch expanded, either expanded some of the some of the issues with with mental health, or do you think it actually made you more self aware? I think it's both. I feel like it's expanded me feeling like okay like I'm not the only person that deals with this I think it's hindered me in a way because it makes me beat myself up because I'll see certain numbers or certain people or the chat move a certain way or not move a certain way and I think it makes me beat myself up I think it helps me reach people I think it's such a double-edged sword with mental health and twitch I feel like it can be very gratifying. I feel like it can help people because you have people you're constantly talking about or talking to in your chat back and forth and it's awesome and you have people offline like you could talk to. But then sometimes you'll be looking at chat and you're like, yo, like I don't feel good. Like I had this many people the other day and I was talking to this person the other day and like I think I think it helps and it hurts. I think there's such duplicity. I can fuck with that. I don't know. I I feel even though like there's moments where Twitch definitely kicks my ass, I almost feel like more than it hurts, it helps. Because just, you know, just through streaming again for the past year and a half, two years that I've been getting back into it, um, it's helped me become a little bit more self-aware of some of the shit with me. So I don't know, like, part of me thinks that, like, you kind of get out of Twitch whatever the fuck you put into it. You know? Um, If you're resonating and pulled of whatever the fuck it is, that's what's gonna follow you. Mm Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Hopefully, either way, I still am able to 
don't know, function in Twitch. I don't know whether it's streaming or being a viewer, but I will say regardless of whatever negatives, um, Twitch definitely makes a positive impact in a lot of lives. I've met some great people. Of course, I mean, yeah. you obviously being one of them. Um, part of the whole reason I wanted to be able to get you on here is not just to get your perspective and to hear your side of the story, but also just because, you know, I do look up to you a lot, just not just as a streamer, but as a person, because we've talked about it before. We've both kind of gone through similar things. Um, so just to see somebody else uh, be able to, to muster up the energy to do the things that you do, um, it gives me inspiration. And not just that, but just see the way that you are with people, you know, constantly checking in. Um, it's it's refreshing to see that. And I always kind of see it as like, okay, well, like, you know, Twitch is going to be like my pick-me-up today because – you know, there's a lot of days where I wake up and I, you know, I don't want to interact with anybody, you know, whether that's right. my family, whether that's Nikki, whether that's people on, you know, online, whatever. But then, like, I'll get a notification or whatever, and I'll just pop in because, like, you know, maybe it's a bad thing. Maybe it's a good thing. Like, no matter what the fuck I'm going through, like, if I see that somebody's on or, like, I see that somebody needs help, like, I fucking just drop whatever and I rush to it. And I know that you're kind of the same way. So I don't know. I I think overall I'm thankful for what Twitch has done and for what it does for other people. And I'm glad that we that we got to have this conversation. You got to uh share a little bit more about yourself with those who might not know, because I think it's important for anybody who is a viewer of any platform, whether it's YouTube or Twitch or whether it's an artist, like right. it's important them for them to understand that there's a lot more behind the camera, right? Yeah. Um, and I just hope that if anybody takes anything away from this is that you're obviously a person with a heart of gold and you you do a lot for the people around you. Sometimes at the expense of yourself, but that's just who you are. And I'm hoping I'm hoping that Twitch is able to uh, to give to you what you deserve, which is a place where you can just kind of put your feet up and and be yourself because you're an amazing person. You're like I said, you're an amazing streamer and just an amazing friend. Um, so thank you for continuing to not just brighten up my day, but everybody else's. Thank you for getting on this podcast. So it was like super last minute. Of course. Um, if there's anything that you want to shout out real quick beforehand. Um, oh my God. I don't want to shout out anything. Just thank you for having me on here. It was fun. Just bullshit. And I love you so much. And I hope you continue doing this because you're a badass at it. And I can't wait to listen to all your future um, podcasts. Like this is awesome. Uh, I I try. This is honestly, I love like, honestly though. <laughs> you try and you succeed. Well, like, I love, I love being able to talk to people. Like at the end of the day, I've always been somebody that is, 
I, I'm just attracted to ideas. You do? Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> one quick thing before I go. Um, to all you fucking knuckleheads who might have missed the announcement tonight, Lovelace Zombie is going to be doing a charity stream for the Rain Foundation mm-hmm. February 8th, 12 yes. p.m. till 12 a.m., correct? I believe that is the, the starting time. I believe so, but if she breaks her a thousand dollar goal, she's gonna do a twenty four yeah, hour. Twenty four hours. So uh, get in there and donate. Yeah, you fucks. fucking all you guys are gonna be able to bounce back from Christmas. I don't want to hear no fucking excuses. Even my broke ass is gonna be up in there. Um, and make sure you check out Foxy. She, like I said, she is on Twitch. Hopefully, she gets a fucking YouTube set up soon for all her nasty ass sniper clips. I need editor. Yeah, fucking editors, if you're listening. You already know what to do. Um, but yeah, like I said, Foxy underscore Sly, F-O-X-X-Y underscore Sly. Probably one of the funniest, most genuine people you're going to find on Twitch. And you already know what it is. It's your boy, Hirsch. I'm going to be signing off. Unfunniest. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Um, like I said, next episode <laughs> is going to be the person we just talked about, Lovelace Zombie. She's going to be coming up in here. Yes. And we are going to be getting in some good shit. It's going to be a lot of fun. Good. Can't yeah, wait. It's be pretty dope. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for listening. That's my little sentence. Yeah, no, thank you, everybody. Um, sorry about all the technical issues that we had to deal with. Um, I'm ghetto as fuck, so I'm having to do it off my phone. But thank you to everybody who stuck it out. <laughs> Foxy, you were a fucking angel. I'm going to be... Yeah, Love I'm going to be hitting you up in a couple minutes, so you're not done with me yet. But, um, yeah, this was... No, we're yeah, playing. Yeah, for sure. Um, this was a lot of fun, though, guys. Thank you so much. This is her signing off with the one and only Foxy Sly. Y'all motherfuckers, take it easy. Bye. Bye.